Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Hey guys, welcome to CarCast. We're going to chat with our friends over at Expel and find out what they're doing to uh, to Bill Goldberg's ooh, new Ram TRX. And then a quick announcement on the new uh, Ford Raptor. But before we get started, a word from our friends at Dodge. You know, Dodge was ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass market brands by J.D. Power. It's the first U.S. brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your local Dodge dealer or visit Dodge.com today to schedule your test drive. Welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator. DeAndrea here with Bill Goldberg. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, What's man. Up, there's uh, There's been some announcements literally as we speak. Uh, things have been happening this morning. I know you've been running around town. We've got some things to catch up on. Uh, we had Alistair Weaver in last week while you were uh, getting ready for Royal Rumble. Might as well just uh, touch on that real <laughs> a lot quick. Of good that did. A lot of good that did. Uh, I, I might as well not have trained at all. Uh, no, you, well, you look good. It looked like it, I, I found the match online and watched it, and uh, it was good. It was a good performance. Uh, very respectful. Good, good handing of the, uh, the passing of the of the torch at at the end. Um, he's a big dude. Yeah, <laughs> man. You know, I mean, it's it was not obviously like looking in the mirror, but it was like looking at myself 20, 30 years ago and being in the ring, you know, kind of looking eye to eye. It was like when Hogan passed it to me a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks because mentally I'm still that young kid, right? But physically, <laughs> well, physically I'm, I'm like broken down like a jalopy, but – yeah, it was it was a weird deal. It's a it's a rite of passage. It's hey, I was thinking about it as I was unloading my gun yesterday. Ironically, <laughs> um, I'm never gonna get used to ever losing at anything, right? But I've I've accepted my role now as a character to be different and not be uh, expected to destroy everything in its path every time it's seen. So, I mean, well, I, you know, I, it's, it's, I, I, I get that. Like, you know, you know, the, the role for the Hall of Famers, if you will, is to sort of, you know, as you say, pass the torch down to the younger generation. You know, it's still a business, right? You got to understand there's a business going on there. And, oh, yeah. and as, as much as, as the veterans are a part of that, it's, it's the, it's the future of, of that sport. That, you know, it, you know that the young guys are 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 running with and using uh, using guys like you to to you know to sort of accelerate the storyline and, and pass along the torch. And you know, we always love to say things like, you know, oh, this guy's great; he's a great wrestler, great wrestler today. But how would he have been against Ultimate Warrior back in the day? Or or Andre the Giant back in the day. Those guys are icons. So to the extent we can take the icons, yourself included, and and get you in the ring with the younger guys. Now, l- listen, we, we've talked about this before, right? WWE prepares this storyline. They determine who's going to win, who's going to lose. And, of course, the physicality of in the ring is very real. So you don't have much say on 
the winning, the losing, and the storyline, and you know who's who you're going to fight, whatever. They kind of just say this is what's going to happen. Obviously, you're going to get into the ring, and the guy's 300 pounds, and you have to throw him around one way or another. <laughs> He's not suspended by you know like, yeah. like wires <laughs> to make his body weight you know yeah. half it's normal. <laughs> no, I mean it. it it, 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 it's not necessarily a hundred percent a competitive competition, but at the end of the day, no matter how predetermined anything may be in any way, shape, or form, it doesn't mean that it's not difficult. That was a very nice way to skirt around all of that. But you know, hey, I, I, I say it like this: when I used to jackhammer the Big Show and he was five hundred and twenty-five pounds, yeah, the fact that he knew I was going to jackhammer him didn't make him any lighter. Didn't make him any lighter. No, no. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's funny because he was a lot squishier back then. He's kind of a trimmed down big show now. <laughs> yeah, I could probably do it to him now. I mean, I, if, you know, we've both transformed, and I think I could stay with that's the a, current big show. But yeah, the that, former one, no. That's a hell of a move, by the way, and you did it many times, your signature move. Uh, not that's just the jackhammer, but spear. Um I thought you put on a good show. I thought you looked great. A lot of talk about your new shorts in the forum. Oh, Jesus Christ. People you are know, fired yeah, up about me, your shorts. Let me talk about that. Okay. Yeah. I'll just hit a couple things. I was doing MMA. I was doing martial arts before Brock even started doing, considering even wrestling, number one. Right. Number two, I got a, 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 a blown out quad. And so to wear a brace over my quad, I wasn't going to wear it on top of my underwear, my quote unquote old trunks. Yeah. Number three, I'm 54 years old <laughs> and I don't know of anybody out there at my age in those kind of trunks. Everyone's transitioned to something else yeah. later in their career. And number four, Affliction gave me those trunks. They're Muay Thai trunks. I wear them to train in. And I had to cover up the affliction part with another tattoo of mine. So in essence, I've had him for much longer than he ever wore him. I had to wear him because of, you know, the mirror. And uh, at the end of the day, I don't give a shit what anybody says. I know. Listen. So, well, there you go. You've got to understand, like, part of this... Part of the whole point of this is to create some controversy in one form or another, right? If, if you're wearing shorts and people want to make us think about it, that's fine. Listen, there was talk from uh, some of the other wrestlers internally, I read, uh, and some fans saying, hey, uh, why is Goldberg wrestling this guy? Uh, he can stand on his own as a character. We don't need to prop him up with a legacy player. And, of course, people were like, because Goldberg's going to win, and they're taking a title shot away, and, and he's going to go back, and he's going to do a surprise at Royal Rumble, and he's going to win that. And I go, or maybe not. Like, that's, you know, what they did is they got all these people to talk going into it, and you performed, and you did what you were supposed to do, and obviously you, you propped up the guy, and he, it was a great match, and he won. And and that was it. So all the hype around it, it, it it's it makes you wonder. And the entertainment value, of course, is is the hype around the match. So I would kind of think that WWE is going, hey, we need a quote from you saying you don't like what's happening here. And we need a quote, you know, like it's all a little bit uh, agenda. It's all a little bit agenda. Which Television, is, man. It's which, story. 
what, what, what I love about it is, is this is a sports entertainment. Of course, there's an agenda. It's a storyline. It's a, it's, it's a physical soap opera. Or we could sit around and watch politics on any media show and, and pretend there's no agenda there either, right? Absolutely. Like, all right. So this was way more fun to watch, but Wake anyway. up, everybody. Uh, uh, you did and a great hey, job. Let's be honest. If I would have worn my original trunks, they would have bitched about how an all 54 year old guy is wearing his underwear <laughs> in front of millions of people still. Right. So well, you can't please. You can't please everybody. And at the end of the day, I don't care about pleasing anybody except for myself and my family and you, of course. Oh, thank you. Well, you did a great job. You looked a little winded at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, he beat the shit out of me. How could I not look winded? At this? Yeah. How are you feeling today? You're feeling the past couple of days. You're feeling all right. You awesome, feel, man. Yeah. Feel good. I feel great. I feel great. Other than my leg, you know, I'm getting to be able to get There's out a- of something like that. The preparation is 20 times harder than the actual, than the actual gig. Right. Yeah. They always say practice, you know, two a days are a lot harder than playing a football game. So, yeah, I mean, it's just the it, just the wear and tear on your body in a short period yeah. of time to shove 50 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. That's all. I, at, the end, at the end, I came out unscathed compared to that. I, uh, I watched it uh, with, with my girlfriend, and, um, you know, she's like, oh, my God, this thing is – this match is nuts. And at the end, you know, you were, you were limping out of the ring, and you're kind of – leaned over, took an extra second, and she's like, is he really hurt? And I go, here's the thing. Yes. <laughs> and he's probably milking it a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm, yes, it's a very thing. I was like, the guy's almost three, two, 290 pounds, 280 pounds. Throw around anybody and weight a, a, a sandbag that, that heavy and see what happens. Let me, let me make just a simple statement. Okay. A hundred percent of those men and women that do that business are hurt. Yeah. <laughs> in real life. So the fact that they can go out there and own, and just perform and walk down there without people knowing how injured they are is a testament to what good a job that they actually do. Yeah, I, it, it is. It is amazing. And especially the, the, you know, some of the players that that are in the ring several weeks in a row. That's a lot. That's oh, that's, man, I was on the road 210 days my first year. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're in the ring. It, you know, football comparatively is much more violent. It, it, you know, every play is an average of 18 seconds, but you play 16 games a year in the NFL. Yeah. You, and, you wrestle 16 times in three weeks, you know, back in the day when we were doing house shows. And in an NFL, not every play, not every game, you're taking a hit. I mean, it's physical, no but, you know, wrestling is you have to take like that. You have to take the hit. That's the whole point, right? If yeah. I mean, be, look at, look at our, look at our boy, Austin, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, he was on the road and doing shows day after day after day after day. I mean, that takes a toll on your oh, body. Yeah. And once you make it to the, to, you know, the big time, you know, you're beat to hell by that time. If you're, if you're lucky, you can still perform. So, I mean, I, I'm knocking on wood every day. Yeah. Well, all right. So, uh, congratulations. It was a good show. I, uh, appreciate the show you put on the effort you put into it. It was fun to watch. Uh, but now we got some car shit to talk about. So let's get into Thank that. God. <laughs> uh, before we get started, a word from our friends at Dodge, you know, Dodge has officially opened the doors for the new 2021 Durango SRT Hellcat. It's the most powerful SUV 
ever. I haven't driven it yet. I put in a request. I, I want to drive it. The one vehicle you haven't driven. Yeah, right. And uh, well, the TRX as well. We're going to get into that. Um, uh-huh. But uh, exclusive for 2021, it features 710 horsepower, a new aggressive exterior styling, a new interior with a cockpit central, with a driver central cockpit. Excuse me. By the way, I looked at some of the specs. This is the three-row passenger vehicle. Yeah. Zero to 60 in three and a half seconds. and runs like 11.50s in the quarter mile. Not bad. It's not bad. Three-row. Um, it's crazy. Which, uh, this is the good part, is all buyers receive a full day of pro instruction at the Bondurant High Performance School of Driving, and uh, which you'll definitely want to take advantage of. And deliveries begin early this year. So you guys know that Dodge was ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass market brands by J.D. Power. And they're the first brand to ever be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So check this out. Lo- go to your local Dodge dealer for a test drive or uh, or go to Dodge.com to uh, get yourself set up and look up some more information. All right, guys, check that out. You're going to love that. Uh, all right. So How about this- Mario? Mar- Mario's got uh, the first uh- – Trackhawk that's going to be twin turbo right now. Oh yeah, yeah, and the, I see, and I like the Trackhawk a lot. <laughs> I did drive that. Uh, it's awesome. And you man. know, we we talked to guys earlier about how beefy that drivetrain is, and you know, guys are making almost a thousand horsepower oh, with yeah. that transmission, that drivetrain. Um, speaking of, we're gonna we're gonna check in with uh, Brett Clark, and uh, eh, we'll give him about fifteen minutes or so. And uh, he's working on your TRX. We'll get into that. But he's from Expel, and he's doing uh, he's he's doing a pain protection film, which we talked about last time you were on the show. You know, before you get too crazy with the vehicle and kicking up the rocks and the dirt and all that stuff, maybe maybe let's get the get the paint protection film, but. But uh, let's figure out um, – let's talk to him and see what he's doing on the vehicle. A couple of other things I want to try to touch on before uh, before we bring him on. But um, this past week and this morning as we're recording this, a few announcements have, have been made uh, that I want to get into. First of all, Cadillac has replaced the CTSV and the ATSV with a CT4V – Blackwing and a CT5V Blackwing, and let me just tell you, kudos to to Cadillac for Hell yeah. for doing it's this. Manual. And, and first of all, we know that these high horsepower engines are going to go the way of the dodo at some point, and we're going to get electrification. People still want horsepower, but how we do it, and it's going to have to be cleaner and whatnot, and it's just, you know, no big so giant engines. That and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I, Here's the thing, is they're not going to sell any of these goddamn things with the crazy horsepower and the manual transmission, but they love the fact that they're going to make it available. So this is what we got. So the CT4V Blackwing replaces the ATSV, and it is uh, uh, it's coming in with a little extra horsepower. It'll be a twin turbocharged 3.6 liter V6. It's, the engine's Four. built in Canada. Um, yeah, 472 horsepower. The previous version, the ATSV, was 464. Not a huge jump, but uh, it. Uh, it, it 445 pound-feet of torque is about the same. 
but you're going to be able to get it with either the 10-speed automatic with electronically controlled limited slip differential and oil coolers on it, or you can get the six-speed manual transmission. And the CT4V Blackwing will do 0 to 16, 3.8 seconds at 189 miles an hour, and uh, which I just love the idea. Like just having just this small sedan – uh, at, with that kind of power, and, and by the way, these GM engines are just begging to be tuned, right? They're just begging for a little extra. So now let's say you want to step it up a little bit. You want a little bit larger sedan, and you want to replace your CTSV, which I love that supercharged engine that was in it before. Well, they're saying, good, we're back with that. The CT5V Blackwing, supercharged, 6.2-liter pushrod V8. A few improvements to the uh, to the exhaust, and I think the intake, a little bit of tuning, bumps the uh, what was the previous car? Six forty horsepower. This one is six hundred and sixty eight horsepower, six hundred and thirty pound feet of torque. And They're going to sell this car, man. Come on, people I, I, are going to buy this car. They have to. Well, I, they I have to. The automatic is is fantastic. So forget about you're, the automatic. You're, you're going to get that, but you can get a six speed manual. With a twin disc clutch and rev matching and no lift shifting. That is freaking awesome, dude. (laughs) Uh, Or you can get the 10 speed automatic. It's going to do 0 to 60 in 3.7 seconds, 200 mile an hour top speed. By the way, the 3.7 for a vehicle like this is the same. We've had this discussion with Alistair a bunch of times because he keeps taking his GT500, the Edmunds GT500, to all Mm -hmm. these drag racing events. And they're like, oh, I got beat by a Tesla or I got beat by whatever. It's just because it's just the pure rear-wheel drive, very limited traction. It's not the all-wheel drive. You know, uh, obviously, in in a certain environment, they do a lot of the street drag racing stuff, like on their closed course, but it's in a street. But, you know, I I went to to a Ford uh, media event, and I saw our buddy Evan Smith run, like, 1090s in a GT500 bone stock on on a drag course. Now— it the we didn't reduce tire pressure. He just drove it out, and the track had a little bit of a prep on it. But in that That's environment, a, you know, yeah. you know, ten ninety fives or ten nineties in that car without without so much as opening the hood, you That's know, uh, was is fantastic. So uh, zero to sixty in three point seven seconds for the Cadillac. I I'm telling you, and it looks good. It it the buzz killer is that only guys like you are going to be able to fit in it. Well, the CT4 for sure. The CT5 probably going to have a little bit more room. I, you know, I don't not know. Not much. Yeah. Not much. I'm telling um, you, man. I, I, you know, you get your hopes up and I got in one and I wanted to test drive it. And man, I, can't, I couldn't even, couldn't close the freaking door. Yeah. I, I, it's interesting because I don't think they're doing the big, you know, the bigger version uh, of, uh, of that in a V. But I, I, I love the idea of just, just big horsepower supercharged V8, you know, going with the, you know, with the, I, I assume it's the LT4 that's basically. As much a, shit is going on around us in the world, it's truly a wonderful time to be a gearhead again. And this may only last just a few years before they're going to have so to go it. to whatever. At but, least we get to see it again when we never thought we would. I never thought we would. Yeah, in a, in a new vehicle, right? Because. You know, oh, yeah. obviously, we talk a, a bit about Dodge on this show. What? <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. 
And, uh, you know, they've got Hellcat engines and everything they could possibly get in. But this engine's been around for a while, and they're putting it into vehicles with a platform that's been around for a while. But um, but I'll tell you, listen, Dodge is not blind to the fact that this this is very limited. Uh, you know, Tim Kaniskis, uh, he's been at Dodge a long time. Uh, he's a boss over there. I think he's a, a CEO of one of the divisions. He's basically saying, look, the demand for horsepower is there. Obviously. I mean, Dodge has built 50,000 Hellcat-powered vehicles since 2014. And, uh, you know, which He's is— He's not blind to the fact that, that the future's coming, the future's here, and they're going to adapt and overcome. And it doesn't mean a uh, uh, the sinking of a brand's uh, philosophy by any stretch of the imagination that's what i took out of what he said yeah so what he's saying is like look we've we've had success with charger hellcat v8s and challengers and srts and Trackhawks, and you know it's like there there's there's an audience for it however increased regulation emissions and uh some predictions on what the biden administration is going to do to the automotive industry um, you know, again, I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just it is the future. It is what's happening. Yeah. And he's saying the idea of of iron block, heavy engines, big horsepower, you know, supercharged is is not going to happen. But he is saying we don't want those customers to go away. We love those customers. They 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 do well for us. Um, so there's going to be some form of electrification and maybe turbo engines that are smaller and. And, you know, like we're seeing across the board with so many companies, and, and Dodge has to, to get into that. Now, this isn't really going to change much in the hot rod world. Um, you know, I can't imagine. No, like, if you, Not immediately. If, if you started to count up how many, you know, Chevrolet performance crate engines, you know, LS crate engines, supercharged crate engines, Ford Coyote crate engines, Hellcat crate crate engines that are out there and vehicles all over the place. You know, obviously there's there's different rules and there are collectors, different emissions, and blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. but uh, uh, you know how they've embraced that high horsepower uh, stuff is fantastic. Look, we we even talked about even recently. Um, I just met with guys at, at Ford Performance, and they're saying, hey, we, we've got more crate engines on the way. We've got our big pushrod V8 engine that's coming out. Uh, they're, they're talking about offering, uh, not confirmed, but uh, they're saying, hey, we, we want the Shelby GT500 supercharged crate engine available in our catalog at some point, you know? Um, so some interesting things on, on that front. So kudos to Cadillac for releasing a couple of badass vehicles. I can't wait to try them. Uh, I hope to God they, they put a manual transmission one in their press fleet. As much as the automatic's going to be fun to drive, I won't say no to it, but that would be everybody like, wants yes, to drive the manual. That would be like giving a Hertz, you know, uh, 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 what, what was it? The, uh, the Hertz Mustang, yeah. you know, to a, to a, uh, a regular customer at, you know, uh, renting a car at the airport now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Right, I, I got you. <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, here, take this, sign the waiver, beat the shit out of it, and just drop it back off. Yeah. <laughs> People still do that. Every time I go to Willow Springs, somebody shows up in a Cayman, a Porsche Cayman. Where'd you <laughs> exactly. get it? Uh, I rented it. It's the Enterprise. best. It's the best. The Cayman's like the best bang for the buck for like a track day like Willow Springs because it's not the most expensive Porsche and it's so well balanced. 
Uh, you know, of course, if you can fit in it, then you should drive it. You can get to the track comfortably and all that kind of stuff. All right. So the news this morning as we wait for Brett, but we'll go ahead and start on this, is uh, 2021 Ford Raptor has been announced this morning. And I will just uh, cut right to the punchline and say uh, – no V8 has been announced. This is what they're saying. They're saying we have a 2021 Ford Raptor uh, with plenty of upgrades and modifications. It's still going to have the 3.5 liter V6 twin turbo EcoBoost engine in it. The current one is 450 horsepower. I would expect this to be upwards of 500 horsepower. Um, and... Uh, you know, and, and more torque. And they are saying, okay, so this will be available in the summer of this year. And then they're saying next year there will be a Raptor R. And the Raptor R is expected to have the V8 transmission. Now, uh, before everybody just puts in their deposit and their wait list just for the Raptor R, Think of this a little bit like Bronco Sport and Bronco. This new Raptor is pretty badass. And one of the the, the biggest gripes of the, uh, the, the EcoBoost, they said they addressed, and that is the sound. They said they've retuned this thing and the exhaust and whatever to tap into the sound. Uh, you know, we were saying kudos to Cadillac and kudos to Dodd for making the big engines. Kudos to Ford for doing this. I love this dinosaur war that's going on here, the Raptor versus T-Rex. Uh, I, I think both of these companies have to be having fun with this. And one The best upping. thing that they could do as an advertisement right now is to release the sound of that R. That, yeah, so they, there was a teaser video, and they, they put in some sound. I don't know how... How how edited it is. We'll we'll get into it a little bit more. But uh, uh, anyway, I've got a few specs on this thing. But before we get into that, let's um let's check in with Brett. Go ahead and bring Brett in, uh, Chris. So for reference, I have the truck. Brett handed it to me, so he's completely finished with it. Oh yeah. Well, we emailed him last night. We're like, you better get that thing ready. <laughs> You're well, thank out. you. He gave me another twenty four hours to drive it because it's on its way to Mario Friday. Yeah, there he is. Hey, Brett, how are you? The best way that I can tell anybody and everybody how wonderful their product is, is make one statement. I picked up a truck that I've been waiting 10 years for. I had it in my possession for two days, and they've had the sum bitch for 10. <laughs> yeah, right on. Do I need um, to say any more? That's how important it was to do what I did. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Brett, uh, all right, so Chris is still working uh, to get Brett, and I am going to tell you guys about Geico. Uh, we talked about owning your home or renting your home and how much work it can be, but you know what's easy? It's bundling your insurance and policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And that's a good thing, too, because we already have so much to do around our homes already. So just go to Geico.com to get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. All right. All right. So we got Brett. We got uh, Goldberg doing outfit changes. Uh, He's got his Expel hat on. Uh, uh, Brett Clark from Expel San Antonio uh, location. How are you? I'm outstanding. Good to be here, guys. Uh, I understand you were up early working on uh, Bill's truck and uh, made sure 
made sure you, it would get out the door once I emailed you at like 10 o'clock last night, your time going, hey, uh, you want to be on the show in nine hours? <laughs> I can I can picture Brett in his camos with a big gigantic cup of coffee in one hand and a whip in the other. <laughs> right on. <laughs> no, I was out there uh, towing the line, doing the work myself with my team. Uh, it's, it's an honor to work alongside him when I can. Uh, what a, what an awesome team effort to give Bill Goldberg the fourth match of expo protection. All right, Brett. So let's talk a little bit about what you did to the truck. We got the the Ram TRX over there. Um, I assume probably one of the first ones you have seen live and in person. It's quite big. <laughs> it is. It is. It takes a lot of wrap uh, if you're going to do the whole thing. Uh, so what did you guys end up doing to the vehicle? What was sort of Bill's demands and what you guys came up with? First, there was no demand. <laughs> so Bill just said, take care of it how you would want to for the big man. And I said, yeah, we got it. So we uh, gave it the full shoot match, like I started to say, full vehicle stealth wrap. Now, the stealth film is the same XL, high quality, uh, eight mil thick polyurethane with the Piece of protective coating over the top uh, all the painted surfaces that it that gives it uh, protection from rock chips, daily abuse, any kind of contact with inanimate objects. That still film is very special. Change the color, but it changes the finish of the vehicle. So uh, it it is going to give it that rich satin finish or or a matte finish. Some people call it. Brett, Brett, let me interrupt you for one second. We're getting a bit of feedback. Let's see if uh, if if Chris can chime in. I think it's uh, I think our his feedback's coming in. It's kind of cutting out. So, um, uh, see if Chris can fix that real quick, and I'll step in and say that you and I originally talked about doing a black wrap to it because I got it in the launch edition, and the launch edition's only seven hundred and two examples. And they're all the same. They all come in anvil. And I always want my stuff different, right? And I didn't want to take away from that anvil color because it is unique, number one. But number two, I wanted it different. So the best of both worlds was a clear wrap that made it a satin finish. Yeah, and the satin different, you know? I think beautiful. If you can hear me, all right. It it, it, it took that Hollywood uh, gray or that, that gray color and that anvil gray and it made it like – the skin of a shark is the way one of my installers described it. It gives it this this rich meanness that that is tactical flat anvil gray, and it, it just looks fantastic. So that was that was to start, um, and then uh, we were able to use uh, our new line of Fusion Plus. Came out in October. This is a, the expanded line of ceramic coatings that we have. Uh, we applied the paint and paint protective film blend to all the exterior of the vehicle on the painted surfaces and, and PPF. We have a um, plastic and trim specific Fusion Plus, a glass specific Fusion Plus, and a uh, wheel and caliper Fusion Plus. All these are hmm. formulated for those specific applications, taking the, the ceramic coating really that dynamic to the next level. They're, they're specific to each uh, surface. Can you still hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, you're go you're, you're you're good. I've got a question for you on um some of these vehicles, I assume the TRX, uh, I can't say for sure, but some of these vehicles from the factory are coming with vinyl graphics on it. Maybe it says TRX on the side or 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 whatever. So, how do you what do you do there? Do you 
uh, it sounds like there's a few options. You could uh, you could put your pain protection film over those graphics. You can kind of cut an outline to not touch the graphics. Like, what are some of the options? And specifically, if you have a limited vehicle, um, and and you don't want to screw up the original graphics, like what 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 are your thoughts on that? No, that's a great question. So there's a couple different options uh, with that particular vehicle. Credit full credit to our design team uh, because, as you mentioned, that was the first TRX that we wrapped. They actually made patterns for four different hoods and and for some other different uh, portions of the vehicle that have these beautiful TRX graphics on there. We want to create a pattern and a protective film that's going to enhance those graphics. So you can put the film over the top of them. Now, if you do this with stealth, of course, if they're a gloss graphic, it's going to make it a flat and or satin finished graphic now. But it's going to be locked in under the film and extremely protected. Um, we actually, the design team from Expel, actually cut these patterns to accentuate the graphics on, on Goldberg's truck. And the graphics pop, but they're also protected uh, with that uh, with that matte finish film. So it, lo- it really looks fantastic. Okay, yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. I was wondering if if and when the the paint protection film needs to come off, those graphics, if they're if they're under the, the PPF, you're gonna have to replace the graphics, right? That's usually the case if the graphics are fully under the PPF and there's no seam uh, of and by that I mean pattern that just specifically covers the graphics, then yes. More than likely, when you take that uh, take the film off, those graphics are going to come with it if it's a vinyl graphic. Yeah. So that is something to, to consider when you when you install uh, or when you make your selection about uh, a stinger stripe or a, a racing stripe over or under the paint protective film. Uh, I've seen both. I prefer it under because um, that's going to protect that vinyl stripe. It's going to protect that accent and keep it underneath. If you know, taking into consideration if down the road you were to, to have to to remove film for whatever reason that that graphic would, would need to be placed. Um, and I know we've, we've brought this up in shows in the past, but for those just catching up, uh, you know, this paint protection film stuff is, uh, it's gotten so much better over the years. I saw early versions of this stuff where it has a little bit of an orange peel look to it now. And, and now it's really just has kind of a crystal clear, uh, a look to it, unless you're doing, like you're saying, like a frosted look or a satin look. Um, and uh, so it's it's really kind of stepped up over the years as these big inv- companies have been able to invest more in the technology. Um, but let's talk about the the longevity of it and how do you maintain it? Because early versions of this film would yellow, especially around the edges. And I know you were saying you've done uh, uh, the ceramic coating, which, by the way, you can do the ceramic coating we know on paint, but you can put the ceramic coating over the paint protection film as well as an added layer of of protection. And like you were saying, there's versions coming out for interior cloth materials and brake calipers. But uh, with or without, uh, let's let's get into both versions. Paint protection film without ceramic coating. How do you maintain it with ceramic coating? whether it's paint or paint protection film, how do you maintain it? How do you maintain ceramic coating? And then how do you maintain paint protection film? Most definitely uh, our film. So you're exactly right. The older, the older film did kind of crack. It did yellow uh, other versions, other, other brands. Now Expel prides, uh, we pride ourselves on warrantying that film for 10 years against any manufacturing defects or any install defects. That also includes 
that it's not going to yellow for 10 years. Um, and really, as you're saying, with the proper care and maintenance, you can get more than 10 years of life out of the film. Uh, how do you care for it? You would use uh, proper cleaning, meaning you would you would hand wash it ideally with a microfiber towel. Um, if you use these drive-through car washes, you're prone to scratching. However, the good thing is uh, the self-healing top coat of the film is going to heal those, those swirl marks right out and maintain that high gloss finish that you mentioned. Uh, the ocular clarity of, of the Expo product is something that, uh, again, stands out as an industry lead in the painting film world. Uh, maintaining the film, though, uh, we would always recommend the hand washing as an option with the proper car wash, uh, using a rinse-free car wash or a, a product that uh, is not going to be any kind of astringent uh, in that regard. The edges of the film, just like a shelf in your house is a different level and it collects dust, the edges of the film are going to collect some road debris and dust. And, and customers will sometimes point that out. Hey, what do I do? We just simply show them we have a Expel proprietary cleaner. It's very inexpensive. It's like, I think it's like $19 for a bottle. And that cleaner is going to help keep the edges of your film clean and uh, maintain that outstanding you know, anchor point and adhesion if you're Spray it on a microfiber towel and then just wipe down the edge, never against the film, always with it, right? And for the film itself, we have a sealant. Just like you would wash and wax your paint job, your high-quality paint job, you're going to wash and you're going to use the sealant every six to nine months on your paint-protected film. That sealant's going to help seal the pores. It helps seal the pores of the film and it keeps it from from intaking any pollen, any... um, uh, ash or any other road debris. Over time, if you don't wash it, you don't seal it, then it can pull that into the to the film and look. Not, it's not going to look yellow, but it'll just look dingy over eight ten year period. Now, using the sealant and, and proper care and maintenance with the with the cleaner, um, you're going to be golden. You're going to get more. You're going to get ten years of life and beyond out of that film with the proper care and maintenance. Okay, and then just um, let's take paint protection film out of the equation. If somebody comes in and just does a ceramic coating on it on your on the vehicle on the paint or something like that, do you do you end up just sort of polishing and waxing and and buffing like you normally would, or how do you maintain the ceramic coating on paint? So great question again, and, and let me back up a little bit to paint protected film with the ceramic on it. That's highly recommended. One, because it's protectant on protectant. You're getting a micron thin, but very durable. The same uh, hardness on the MOH scale as tungsten steel. Our ceramic product rates at an MOH 9, which is if you put that on top of the paint protected film, it's going to help protect that film, keep it beautiful, extra high gloss because of the ceramic coating. Uh, the sheeting effect that it has, the hydrophobic energy that it has uh, is only going to further protect the, the paint protected film. So uh, by itself, uh, if you're just going to paint correct, make sure that vehicle is absolutely beautiful. The surface is perfect before you apply the ceramic, right? That's inclusive of our services here at Expel. Uh, we're going to, with uh, professional installation, uh, put that vehicle uh have the coating over the entire vehicle now when you stand just with a paint protected film blend or line of, of uh, fusion plus, which is our ceramic product. It's going to give you that, that same level of hardness, that sheeting effect, hydrophobic energy, and uh, make the ease of cleanliness. Amazing. Like bug guts, tree sap, rotar. It's not going to be able really to stick to this, to this uh, uh, ceramic product, this fusion plus, 
that is over the vehicle. And uh, that's going to make cleanup after the track so much easier, cleanup after off-roading so much easier. Uh, and definitely when you're washing the vehicle now, that ceramic coating is going to protect from swirl marks, micro abrasions, et cetera. So it, it, it's a it's a fantastic way to, to make ease of cleanliness um, uh, just very simple. And also that that show truck in, in the TRX, uh, in Bill's cases, uh, and the TRX truck show quality shine. Can you put a wax over the ceramic coating? You can try, but it won't take the product, right? Because the, the ceramic itself is so slick that you'll be polishing in and, and your, your product of wax is just going to keep staying on the surface. That's how well the ceramic, uh, the Fusion Plus product actually protects. We've had customers call and say, hey, I'm trying to wax my car, but... The ceramic on it is so it's protecting so much. I, I can't get. You don't need to. That's the okay. bottom line. You need to wax ceramic because it, it is. It is that that. Uh, it's a it's a hardened wax coating, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I'm thinking of sort of the show quality black vehicles out there. You spend all this time doing your paint correction and getting out the, you know, all, all the orange peel and the swirls on it, and then you put a ceramic coating on it. But the black. Always looks good when you when you freshen it up, like before a show. You want that mirror finish, and it sounds like the ceramic coating. I with with a good hand wash and maybe just a buff at that point. Like, is it just kind of buffing the ceramic coating a little bit to get that? You don't even need to buff it. Yeah, well, it, it does maintain that that show truck or show car quality shine. But what we would recommend is a detail spray. We have a detail spray with a low-grade ceramic in it. It's called Boost. And what that does is that, that, that it meets the need exactly what you're talking about. It, it rehydrates. It, it re, uh, it's like a conditioner for the ceramic coating. And that's going to maintain the, uh, the hydrophobic energy and keep it slick. So that's what we would recommend after you wash a vehicle that has ceramic or fusion plus on it. That's what we would recommend is the Boost product. And you can get that at Expel.com under Aftercare Products. It's right there at our main line uh, at Expel.com. Okay, so I've got, I've got one other question. This isn't meant to be a trick question. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. But if, I like the, a challenge. if the ceramic coating is meant to be a, a very, very microscopic, thin, hard coating, mm-hmm. when you put it on paint protection film – Pain protection film is very tiny in in that it can flex and it has self-healing properties. So how do you put a rock-hard coating on something that moves? So it's at the science level, right? It is a micron-thick layer over the ceramic. The way the engineers uh, refer to it, and I'm I'm not – I can't geek out on you quite to that level, but the ceramic – the way it installs on the paint protected film, it rides on top. It, it, it is an active um, hard layer that is able to protect the film. And the film doesn't really, I mean, if it's getting hit, it's going to move, right? Maybe a little bit as a cushion, but that the way I understand the ceramic product on top of that, it doesn't shatter that product. It doesn't right. uh, penetrate it. And there is even a self healing quality to the fusion plus uh, on top of the paint protected film, which has, a 0.5 mil uh, self-healing top coat itself. So if, if a rock hits and does penetrate the ceramic uh, be, because of the, the, the impact nature of that strike, then that's where the paint protective film is your, is your backup layer of protective cushion, eight mils thick, protecting uh, the body of the vehicle. 
and uh, and, and definitely going to give it that that self healing quality and protection at what you need. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, I'm fascinated. Uh, Bill, did I get everything? I know you're just sitting there just soaking this in like a sponge up there going, <laughs> and I'm trying to learn. Yeah, you money. got everything, <laughs> but I need to make I need to make an addition to it. Now, yeah. when I left the offices at Expel up in San Antonio, they brought to my attention a product that you and I have been searching for for a hell of a long time. And remember what happened to the green demon at the Nitto event? where I got so much rubber on the rear quarter that what? it started How'd melting it. What? Well, yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> Wanda was driving the car. Sure. I don't, I don't know what happened. But, and we were talking, you know, and everybody and their mothers seen the blue tape of all these, of everybody yeah, going yeah. to the track with the blue tape. Who wants to be the blue tape guy? Well, if you're not the blue tape guy, you're the guys, you know, like Richard Wade is scrubbing the rear quarter and trying to get all the rubber off of it, right? So there was nobody that had a product that would suffice our expectations of having something actually that worked and that looked cool. Well, Expel just stepped in. So I'll let Brett talk about what they have available because I have a roll of it in my truck. Oh, thanks for that, Bill. And uh, this product is called Track Wrap, right? This answers the mail on... Consumers, customers, race enthusiasts who want to go to the track and who want to protect their vehicle uh, from flying rubber, from the road debris, from uh, everything that's going to hit that vehicle when they're when they're tearing it up and, and, and getting busy on the track action. Uh, this film is a temporary protective layer. Um, I want to say it's 10 mil stick. I, I need to review the specs on it, but it's between eight and 10 mil stick and it is a temporary film. It's a very easy user install. You can cut it to the pattern that you need to, uh, and it, you roll it off and you peel that backing and then you have protection. Now it's not designed to be, uh, like high gloss, super enhancing to the looks, but what it is going to give you is that on the fly, on the go race track protection. It's T-R-A-C, wrap, track wrap, and you can, again, get that at XFL.com. Uh, we'll look into that product as well as you were saying. It's a it's a it's a temporary uh, it's a temporary wrap that can go on there. Which what I like about it is is you're right. You're heading out to the track. You're doing a or even a long road trip. Let's say you're going to just hey, I'm going to drive across the country. I'm going to head out to you know Vegas from here or something. You can put some of this stuff on there. It, you know, I, I've seen I've seen this product we've um, at the at the racetrack as well. It doesn't need to go on perfect. It can be a little wrinkly. You're going to remove it at some point anyway, and uh, and they've improved this over time to where it's a little bit easier to install and and uninstall. You can peel it off. Uh, uh, Dude, they showed me there. It's extremely easy. What they do for the for the permanent application is a is a wet application, and then you know they'll move it around and do exact. This is a dry application. You can cut it to fit. It's not blue. It's clear. <laughs> you, you put it on your on your rear quarter or your inner fender well, wherever you need to, and then you just pull it right off when you're done. It's fantastic, and it's actually you know something I've been looking for for a long time. There may be other things out there, but nobody's called in and you know let us know about them, and, and I haven't been able to find them. So I'm um, very appreciative that Expel came out with something like that. We can apply ourselves. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, uh, Brett, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Uh, Expel in San Antonio. Expel's got locations everywhere. You can go to their website and see the products and find a dealer near you. 
Uh, but these guys are at uh, San Antonio Clearbra.com, I believe is the website, right? There you go. So San Antonio Clearbra.com. And again, you can you can get all their information on the uh, on the expel. It's X P E L uh, website. Brett, thank you so much, and we'll uh, we'll check in with you again. Be good, Brett. Thank you, sir. Uh, all right, it was good. Uh, it was, you know, it's funny. I, I, I was over at the over at uh, Galpin Auto Sports, and they were doing an installation of of this same stuff on someone's Ford GT, and that's what got me thinking. I was like, "Hey, this GT got you know, you know, there's stripes or whatever, and there's graphics. Like, what do you do around the graphics?" And uh, they were saying, you know, there's a couple of options. Uh, we could we can trim around them. Or we could not. Come yeah, they better be really freaking good trimming around it because you should see how intricate you know all the graphics were on the on the yeah. TRX and man, they did they did a hell of a job. Now I can tell you that's probably eight of the ten days that it was there because of that. Well, and so but, uh, I, I think the way he was describing it was uh, he didn't just cover the vehicle with the graphics. He cut oh, out no. paint protection film. Like whatever to die cut, laser cut, whatever on their jig, and put separate paint protection film over the graphics, the same outline and shape of the graphics. So sort of a die cut version, but uh, to make it a little bit different. So you have paint protection film with you know a graphic cut out, and then they put PPF over the graphics, so you can do like a gloss version of that, and then the satin on the paint and. Um, yeah, they went it, above and beyond, and like anything, if you got the money that you can pay, you, you can you can get anything done. But I mean, they had, you know, they had uh, uh, turbo diesel trucks. They had three Ferraris out there. They had horses out the yang yang. I mean, every car imaginable, no matter what the level of quality of the car. If you love your car, you're going to take it and get some of this done, man. It's a yeah, it's it's, it's awesome. you know again when it first came out, I was skeptical. When you see that that kind of bra, bra like on the front half of the hood, and you see the oh, line, yes. and it starts to yellow, and it looks like it's got a little bit of orange peel into it, and you can feel it too much. It was even too thick at the time. I was like, I I get it. You know, it. You know, for me, it was like, oh, you lease a BMW and you put this on there, so when you return it, they don't ding you for all the scratches exactly. on the front of your car. You know, um, come a long way, here, and sure. and now like some of the stuff is is really fantastic, crystal clear. I've gotten you can't find a seam on my car for anything. You now, know, the TRX is different, but on the Challenger, you can't find a seam on it. it you know, I, I I think it was Acura. Acura has this. Um, I forgot the name of it, but they they had like a, a TLX, and they had um, a, a couple of vehicles that were were. Built at the Acura NSX plant, and it went through the high-end paint process. It's beautiful red metallic paint, all just sort of color sanded and buffed out, and it was a premium over the sticker. And I got one as a press car, and I was looking at it, and I was like, my gosh, this paint is fantastic. Just no blemishes, no orange peel. It looks amazing. And then uh, Acura said, yeah, and it's wrapped. It's got paper protection exactly. film. I was like, there's no orange peel. I couldn't see it. And and when he mentioned that, you you open the door and you look at the the seams and the cracks, and you're like, oh, it is. I was like, it. it's a testament to that paint, and it was a testament to how well the paint protection film has come. So, Well, anyway. yeah, the technology has come so far, dude. And then the application. You watch them do one of those vehicles, it's, it's like artwork. 
Uh, all right. So that being said, we've got a few minutes left, and I just wanted to um, to finish up on this Ford Raptor. I think we did enough PPF for today. <laughs> but uh, uh, so this is what we got. We've got <coughs> excuse me, Ford Raptor 2021 version starting at around sixty thousand bucks. It'll be available this summer. Next year will be the Raptor R model. Um, we've got uh, a slightly greater clearances on the suspension and ground clearance than the Ram TRX. Slightly, oh God, here we go. slightly greater <laughs> towing and hauling capacity, which is funny because this is just like, I don't know. They can just find a spec. 8,100 pounds is enough for me. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like a 100-pound difference or like a 90-pound towing difference. They're all um, minuscule numbers, but they want to be king on the block. They that's do want to be king uh, uh, on the block. Uh, uh, it's still the same 36-gallon fuel tank, as we said. It's about 500 miles total range. Um, uh, what is going to be interesting is, uh, the, the big addition is no leaf springs in the back. This has a multi-link five link coil over, uh, coil spring, not coil over. Sorry. Uh, it's, it's basically a five link with a pan hard bar and, uh, uh, which is, it's kind of a, a game changer for in Ford's realm. Right. So. Um, that's going to be pretty interesting. And new for for twenty twenty one is the uh, is the big thirty seven inch uh, tires. These are all terrain uh, BF Goodrich uh, tires. Um, if you if you want to stick with the thirty fives, I believe you can do that as well. Um, you can upgrade to the seventeen uh, inch with the, with the thirty fives. They're forged and beadlock, capable wheels. It's got all the good stuff on it. Um, this also has the new ten speed transmission. Uh, it's the same gearing and final drive as, as, as the other one. Um, some of the things on the new F-150 that are translating over to this is uh, – I forgot what they were calling it, but it has um, it has the off-road mode where goat, you can do – Kind of, but you can use one pedal. So when you, get on oh. the, when you get on the throttle, it crawls, and when you let off the throttle, it electronically applies the brake. So you don't need a two-foot it. Um, which is kind of cool in in that respect. Um, also, it does have an available, I believe, two kilowatt onboard generator. So I don't know if you can plug the 240 into it, but it does add the power points and stuff. One of the features we love about the new F-150 is mm-hmm. when you are going out to your campsite, you can basically run a campsite off of, yeah, off of cool. this thing. I, I have to admit that. And, I'll uh, take my hat off to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that I don't know. That's that's kind of a that's kind of a cool um, uh, feature as well. It is the I found it here. It's the two kilowatt onboard generator, um, which uh, has a bunch of other goodies. Uh, wireless phone charging, um, all the cameras you can imagine that you need. Uh, CarPlay and Android Auto. Uh, full, you know, all the smartphone integration, all the hands-free driving stuff. It's the um, important stuff, man. Uh-huh. I'm not the fluff. And uh, well, that's that's pretty much it. We've got. Uh, ah, that's what I thought. The uh, uh, the let's say the Ford says the suspension travel is fourteen inches and in front and fifteen inches in the rear. Which uh, for you for you off roading guys, apparently that's a thing. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, I'm not much of a of a truck guy with the thirty seven inch tires. Uh, it's 13 inches and 14.1 inches. So I guess with the different tires, it's got you know it's a 
more suspension travel because 35 is smaller than 37. 37, you could do the math on this thing. That's me geeking out on Florida off-road stuff. Anyway, it looks badass. It's going to be fun. I love the idea of of these companies, Ford and Ram, kind of going after each other and, and having some fun with it. And No power numbers at all, right? Huh? Uh, they didn't release any power numbers. Today that's, was a teaser. Uh, today was a teaser. All we know is is the uh the twin turbo all we know is what we've heard right, right. the twin what turbo suspect that EcoBoost is probably going to have a small bump in power i, I don't know if it's going to be from 450 to 500 it's going to have a little bit of a bump and uh, uh we'll get more information on the raptor probably next week as we dive into the specs but i did want to hit on it this morning they just did the teaser announcement there's a couple little videos and stuff that they're going to start releasing which will be uh which will be kind of cool um but uh, that's it. Are we missing anything? I think we covered everything. I didn't. No, man. You and you and your cool updates on your uh, your lightning stuff, uh, and from your wonderful garage. Now I th- I'm so freaking jealous. Man. Uh, well, thank you. We moved moved into the cave, and uh, uh, finally, after oh man, I'm not going to get into it too much because I'll bring you more information on it. But after. Uh, I don't know, something like 14 months, 15 month wait on getting that intake manifold ported. Um, I am very happy with the way it turned out. Uh, I got a couple of photos of it while it was cut open, while it was cut in half. I saw the before and after photos, and I do have some flow bench testing on it as well. So uh, we have some, you know, some verifiable numbers. Uh, and I got the big AccuFab throttle body that goes with it, and then they port matched that to the to the intake. And so I, I, I put up a little video um, on Instagram, uh, just kind of holding up the intake and showing you. And at the end, where I just kind of show the throttle body uh, up on the intake, you can see how perfectly port match that is. No groove. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. Uh, now, once I get into gaskets, because I'm going to get the gaskets, I'm going <laughs> to trim those throttle body and intake manifold gaskets. Sure I'm going to trim are. everything to make sure it's perfectly port matched to get that done. But uh, uh, all right, guys, thank Looking you. Looking forward to it, man. And we'll get some more updates on that soon, but uh, thanks so much. We're going to check in with you uh, next week because you're shipping the TRX off to uh, Gearhead Fabrications. TRX goes to Gearhead Friday, uh, horsepower upgrades, little Goldberg Garage inside uh, yeah. upgrade package, and then it comes back to me, put the big Nitto 37s on it, and jump some freaking creeks. Nice. You mean the same 37s that will be available standard on the new Raptor? I'm just saying. I'm just, just pointing that out. <laughs> yeah, it's still 100, probably 100, 150 horsepower. Uh, yeah, I know. And you got to wait year. another year. But mine only have like 900 when it gets back in a week and a half. So we'll see you next week on CarCast. All right, guys. Brought thank you. by Ram Tier. <laughs> What a plug. All right. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Until next time, keep the air and the spare and the bag and the wheel. Room, room. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com.